Hey guys, welcome back to the Teen Talk Podcast, or welcome if you're new. Today's episode is going to be something that I'm really excited about. I want to be reading your guys' stories of the nicest thing someone has ever done for me. Now, I thought that this would be very fitting with Thanksgiving coming around. And with saying that, I want to do an episode where I do like funny Thanksgiving stories. So if you guys have anything sitting in your brain that you think is funny based on Thanksgiving, maybe a funny story with your family. I feel like we all have our fair share of funny Thanksgiving moments, please email it to me. My email is in the show notes as always. But today I'm going to be talking about the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for you. I personally think that nice acts like random acts of kindness, even if they're super, super small, like holding the door open for somebody can make a huge, huge difference in their life, in their day. I feel like we all have those moments where we were having a really rough day and someone did something so nice to us and it completely changed the trajectory for the rest of the day. So I love doing that. Like I love, you know, in the Starbucks drive through paying for the person behind me, holding the door open for the elderly woman walking in the grocery store, like whatever it may be. I love doing those small little random acts of kindness. And I think that they can make a really big difference. So I'm going to be reading some of your guys's stories of the nicest thing that anyone's ever done. So I don't have a lot of life updates because I'm pre-recording this uh, because I'm going to Miss Golden State, Miss Silver State pageant this week. So I'm recording this before I leave for the pageant. So this will be going up the day after I get home from the pageant. So I obviously don't know the outcome yet because I am pre-doing this episode. But if you follow me on Instagram, then you've probably seen the outcome or seen me posting about it throughout this entire week. So yeah, shameless self-plug. Go follow the Instagram. All the socials are always linked in the bio. I'm going to be like this week, like doing lots of vlogs and TikToks and posts. So it, it, it will have been a fun time. Obviously, now it will have been in the past tense, but I'm excited for this coming week. But then, you know, the whole pre-recording means I don't really have very many life updates for you guys. I did just load up the car with all of our stuff for the pageant. And let's just say the car is filled to the brim. I don't know how we did it when we were flying to the pageants. Um, we usually drive. But back in August, I did a pageant in Dallas where we had to fly there. I don't know how we ended up getting all of our stuff like in suitcases so that we could check our bags. Like that was insane. Um but yeah, so let's get into the episode. Okay, so the first story is titled... I don't know if I'm going to give away titles. I think some of the titles give away like the story. But it's called, She Drove Out of Her Way to Drop Me Off at My House. Okay. I was walking home one day last winter. It was super cold out and some lady I've never seen before stopped to pick me up. She was really nice and drove way out of her way to drop me off at my house. She gave me a winter hat and a piece of chicken. She was on her way home from KFC. I said, thank you. And she told me to pay it forward. Oh, that's sweet. I feel like, uh, gosh, I always see sometimes people like walking out alone in the rain or something. And, you know, part of you wants to offer to give them a ride. But then the other part of you is scared. Like, I always see all these murder crimes, you know, and that's how they start. But that was really sweet. When I left for the army, a friend of mine would stop at my house on Mother's Day to spend half the day with my mom since I wasn't there. He also took her out for my birthday as well. I never asked him to do any of these things, but it really made me realize how lucky I am to have friends like him. Oh, that's so sweet because I bet your mom was feeling so lonely on Mother's Day and on your birthday because you were gone. Oh, I love that so much. 
Okay, next one. I was in a bad car accident. Think car flipping. I was knocked unconscious bad while I was not injured other than a concussion and I herniated some discs in my back. I was left without transportation to my work. I lived about five miles from the nearest bus stop in a heavily wooded area without shoulders on the road. And the bus ride would take three hours to work after changing buses several times. A friend's parents bought me an old junker that ran amazing and bought it for me. I didn't care what the vehicle looked like as long as I could get to work. I asked them how much the car was so I could pay pay them back, but they refused. They, They merely made me promise to pay it forward the same one day, and I fully intend to do so. Oh my gosh, that is so kind. Imagine just wrecking your car and then someone is so nice to give you a new car wow i love that i was picked on a lot in elementary school starting from the first grade i had no friends in my grade and i couldn't keep friends from other grades for various reasons one day in sixth grade i was washing my hands in the bathroom when a group of girls from my class walked in they immediately started picking on me and for some reason i didn't feel like yelling at them so i kept my head down One of the girls who had never picked on me but always hung around those who had spoke for what I think was her first time ever and angrily said, why do you girls always pick on her? Immediately, the girls fell silent and they actually never picked on me again after that. The girl who stood up for me stopped hanging out with those girls and we became friends. We've been friends for more than 15 years now and I'll never forget that moment and never will. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that because that girl was being an upstander. If you guys know, there's like a bystander, which is someone who maybe sees bullying or sees harassment but doesn't say anything. And then there's an upstander who sees that behavior and then stands up for the person being affected. I love that. My mother let me blame her for the divorce of her and my father. I always had assumed that my mom had divorced dad and she let me beg her to take him back. She would always say that sometimes parents work better separated, but it turns out that dad left us. He let me blame mom too. I'm a parent now to my own beautiful children, not And I've only just found out that mom let us believe what we did so that we wouldn't resent our father. Wow. That is like impressive, very much like being the bigger person behavior. That is just, wow, that's amazing. Good on your mom. I finished writing and editing a book about four years ago. I sat on the manuscript for a really long time. My girlfriend stole the manuscript and had six copies printed in high quality hardback. When she surprised me with it for Christmas, I couldn't speak for about a minute and then cried like a baby. Oh, so the girlfriend took the manuscript and got it printed for him. I love that. Next one. I got... I got ready to go to work one day and I wasn't feeling super stoked about things. On my way out the door, my five-year-old daughter handed me a simple note that she'd written on the front of an envelope. It said, you are the hero of my life, dad. Nobody will ever top that compliment. And I hope I live up to it. Oh, see, there's just something so sweet and innocent about young kids. And they're just sometimes just the nicest, the nicest people ever. I love that so much. Okay. Around December, I was going through a really tough time in life. I was working extra hours to get my mind off things, and I really wanted presents for my three younger brothers. My coworker asked if it was okay if she got something for my brothers. I told her, no, it's okay, because she has three kids of her own, but she insisted that she wanted to help out. About two weeks before Christmas, she, she comes up to me at the end of our shift and hands me an envelope. I open it up, and inside was a gift card for $150. I tried to give it back to her, but she said that she wanted to make sure I was able to get my brothers the presents they wanted. She is by far the sweetest person I've ever met. That is so, so sweet. I love that so much. Yeah, because then you're able to get your brothers the gifts. I heard that happening 
like some people that I know have given um, like other parents gift cards so they can buy their kids gifts. And I just think that that's the sweetest thing ever. A few years ago, back when the PS4 came out, they were sold out all around town. My stepdad waited in line starting at 4.30 a.m. in 30-degree weather with a blanket, a fold-out chair, a headlamp, and a book so that he could get me one of the, the few coming in that day. I was 30 years old. Oh, my gosh. You were 30 and your stepdad was doing that. Honestly, that sounds like something that my brother would ask my dad to do. My brother loves his PlayStation. I was expecting you to be like 12 years old. Nice. So, so cute and sweet. Honestly, good on your stepdad because I feel like when you get to be 30, you know, some parents would be like, no, you're getting your own PlayStation. But that's really sweet. A complete stranger that was behind me in line paid for my groceries when my debit card was declined. I didn't even get to thank him. I ran to the ATM to get money out of savings. And when I got back, the cashier told me that my groceries were paid for. Thank you, stranger. Oh, wow. That is so sweet. I love that so much. That is a bummer, though, that you didn't get to thank them. I would have, like, literally hunted him down in the parking lot. Been like, wait, I need to thank you. Okay, next one. When I was getting horribly bullied freshman year, I had to switch schools. My mom was a stay-at-home mom who certainly didn't have to do this, but she drove me a half hour to school every day and picked me up every day. Two hours of driving. More often than not, it was three because of traffic. And she did it so I wouldn't be bullied and could go to a school that I liked. That is so sweet. I love that. Thank you, mom. Moms are the best. Um, I don't have a biological mother. I have an egg donor. My mom was a donor. But everyone that I know, I feel like they all have really sweet stories from their moms. After my youngest son was diagnosed with cancer, a bunch of people did some amazing, generous things. People from work took up a collection to help us with medical expenses. Some people set up a schedule to pick up my oldest son from school. My son was diagnosed a few weeks after my water heater leaked and destroyed my subflooring, and a bunch of people got together to make my house livable again. My wife's grandfather paid to have a system installed in our heating slash air system that kills germs and viruses. My son had basically no immune system for about a year, but remained fairly healthy, and I believe that is largely part of the system. That is so sweet. See, that is just like an example of humans being able to rally together and just really, really like create this village to support one another. And I love that so much. Okay, next one. I know this will sound corny, but my wife sticking with me through for 30 years through gangs, addiction, prison, and bipolar. She stuck with me through it all. I am years clean and sober and do a lot for the community now. And I see what she went through. The nicest thing anyone did was just be there while I seemed like a monster. That is one, one amazing woman. Wow. Okay, next one. I was on disability for six weeks and insurance was due. My boss paid for my family's insurance. $1,300. He's the best person I know. Oh, I love that. That is so sweet. See, some bosses can be amazing. I always hear like work horror stories from like the really mean bosses, but some can be really sweet. I once got in a wreck and this family from a different state who saw what had happened stopped and assisted me while I was lying on the side of a bridge. They put a blanket under my head and kept reassuring me I was going to be okay. I wish I could have gotten their names because they truly were the best people I've ever met. I will always be grateful. See, I always think that sometimes when people just do such amazing things and you don't get their name or you don't know who they are, I'm like, maybe it's an angel. Maybe it's heaven sending down an angel, which really brings me peace. 
Last week was terrible. I had family issues, work issues, and overwhelming depression. During my lunch break at work, I went to a local grocery store to grab a bowl of soup. As I got to the front, the woman ahead of me quickly added my soup and soda to her items. After thanking her profusely, she just said, pay it forward and thank you for your service. I'm a mail carrier and we rarely get recognition for how hard we work. To that lady, thank you. I sat in my truck and cried. Her $6 lifted me up and I promised to pay it forward. Oh, I love that. See, I don't, I feel like I don't thank my mail carriers enough. Now I, I, now I like want to go do something for them. That's so sweet. I was talking to a driver who comes into my workplace regularly. She was asking how my kids were. And in this conversation, I had mentioned that my oldest was thinking about taking some exams at a local college. And if she passed, she'd get full credit for the relevant college course. I then said something about being insured as to how I'd pay for the exams as there's several hundred dollars each. We finish the conversation. She leaves and then comes back in and hands me a personal check for $1,000. No, the check didn't bounce. She legit gave me a grant to help with my kids' education. Wow. And that's just a driver at your work. That is so sweet. As a kid, I was on vacation with my family and got lost. Sunburnt and, de- sunburnt and delirious when walking alone on the beach. Why do I have such a clear visual of that? Honestly. Okay. Two men started following me saying profane things to me and getting closer and closer. A different man ran up to me and acted like he was my father. Where have you been? Your mother's worried sick about you. He put his armor on me and led me away from the danger and helped me find my hotel. Definitely saving my life. To this day, I think it might have been a guardian angel. Oh my gosh, that is so sweet. He just wanted to help you out, make sure you were safe. I love that so much. Next one. I was stuck in a parking garage, had lost my wallet on the train, and worked 14 hours straight. I had only $3 and quarters on me. A complete stranger paid for my $20 garage bill without a second thought. Hearing me breaking down in my car at the toll booth, he walked over and gave me $20 and said, just get home safe and drove off. When my parents were awful and my sister was passing away, my friend's parents took me in for a while, but they did not, but they did it in a way that seemed like a sleepover for a few months. I didn't realize it until I was an adult now, how much they stepped up for me. One of my high school bullies invited me to his house to hang out for a day. I was really nervous it might just be to screw over me, but I was desperate for some sort of friendship, so I went over. We're now best friends, and he and his family feel like family to me, and I have no idea how we ever disliked each other. Wait, I'm confused. Your high school bully? (laughs) I mean, wait, your high school bully asked you to hang out at their house? I would have been like, no thanks. But I don't know. That seems sweet, I guess. Um, okay. (laughs) I went to a local breakfast spot after a rough night. Totally forgot my wallet, so I left my phone as a collateral and went back to my house. Came back and some guy had already paid for me. I know it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it was a pretty amazing thing and it meant a lot. A few years ago, I was going down to visit my grandmother in South Carolina. I needed an inspection and an oil change and was a single mom of of a five-year-old. The total ended up being $40 more than I thought. At that time, that was a devastating amount of money, and I had to tell my daughter in the parking lot we couldn't go see her grandmother anymore. Someone heard me talking to her and came over and gave us $60. That was one of the nicest things that someone's done, and I don't even know who they were. Oh my gosh. I, that like makes me want to cry because I don't know. I love my grandma so much. So like if I had been told as a little girl that I wouldn't be able to see my grandma, that would have been devastating. So that was so kind. I love a random act of kindness. So do I, girl. When I was 16 and I was at a 7-Eleven getting some comics, I was 15 cents shy because they raised the price by five cents. 
a comic. And I was trying to decide which one to put back when a guy I went to high school with and barely knew came and gave me a 50 cent piece. Is that the word? 50 cent piece? I don't know. He went on to join the Marines right out of high school and retired a couple of years later. He's still just as awesome now. Oh, oh, that's so sweet. Again, that's like such a small thing, like a small amount of money, but I'm sure that completely made your day. At our place, we call this mistake karma. If you forget your wallet, we call your meal and tell you to pay it forward or pay for it next time if you feel too guilty. We don't track these mistakes and just let our customers know that it's mistake karma. I usually laugh and tell them that we probably have messed up an order before or we will in the future. Mistakes happen and all the more we can understand that this is the best life can be. I ran the cafe for over a decade and this was never abused. I think we honestly just need more compassion in our lives. A little bit hippy dippy for most owners, but I honestly think that these customers were regulars because we were enough to feed them when they were really hungry. Oh, I love calling that karma. It's like, this is mistake karma. You can pay for it next time or just pay it forward out in the world. Me and a woman were about to get in line to get some to-go drinks at the same time. So I let her go first. We chatted for a minute. She got her drinks and left. When I go to get my drink, I found out that she had paid for it. I'm not working at the moment. So it really made my day. Oh, thanks. She says, thanks for the gold, kind stranger. I love that. When I was about 13, the pastor of our family church heard me practicing piano. Knowing my parents couldn't afford it, he offered to pay for my music studies, organ, piano, music theory, and ear training, so that I'd be prepared to enter a music conservatory after high school. All he asked in return was that I'd help out with the church's music program when needed, which in itself proved to be a wonderful learning experience. This kind, generous man spent thousands of his own money to help me along the way to a rewarding career in music. Okay, this is a little bit of a longer one. I've posted this before, but this is the nicest thing that someone has done for me. This was in Seoul, Korea. It was late at night, and I decided to surprise a girl I was talking to by heading to her apartment, my now ex-girlfriend. It was around 10.30, and unbeknownst to me, the subway stopped running at 11. Unfortunately, I was halfway there, and I decided to message her, and she told me to take a specific bus to get to her city. I get on the bus, and I don't have the slightest idea what stop I should be getting off on. Well, about 10 minutes later, a load of people get off on this one stop. An older Korean businessman sees me and motions to me that there's an available seat next to him. He starts talking to me in English. We start a conversation about where he works, how he learned English, what I'm doing in Korea. By the time we knew it, his stop came up. He profusely apologized to me and said that I was the stop before. I said, it's okay. I'll just walk the opposite direction. As we get off the bus, we're both walking in the same direction. As we come up on the intersection, he flags down a taxi, tells him the subway station name to drop me off on, and he paid the fare, all while still apologizing to me. Oh, so this man, he he forgot to tell you the stop, and then he paid you to get a taxi to go there. That's so sweet. Okay, I'm going to do a few more. My mother died, and I was so stressed trying to find a way to give her the funeral she deserved. My boyfriend went down to the funeral home, made the arrangements, and paid for the balance. By far the kindest thing anyone has ever done for me. That is so kind because when someone passes away, you're obviously in such a state of grief and the emotions are really heavy. So the idea of paying a ton of money that you may not have on top of that can just be so stressful. So that is just so incredible. 
A paramedic helping me after I was in a car crash took his time to come back to the car and bring me back my front tooth that was really tiny and he offered to go and look for it in a wreck. And at the same time, found and brought back my partner's phone. I don't know his name. I was in such a state of shock. I can't even remember what he looked like. He put my tooth in a special liquid and the hospital team managed to put it back, saving me a lot of money. There was also a policewoman who put a blanket on me and made sure I kept it. The hospital only managed to take it off right before I left. And it was a green standard first aid blanket. I don't know why I refused to let go of it. Again, shock, but provided a lot of comfort. The fact that he was willing to literally go into a car wreck and try to find a small tooth. That is, that is incredible. That is mind blowing. And honestly, I can't believe you found it. That's impressive. Okay. This is, this is a little bit of a longer one. I had really bad periods when I was a teenager. They still suck a lot, but they were at their absolute worst when I was 15 to 17. One day I was at school and my period started a few days early. I knew I didn't have long before I was going to be in a world of pain, but I had one last class before the school day was over and I could go home. And I lived about half an hour away from school. So I decided it was pointless to call home and have someone pick me up because I would have had to stick around for most of my class anyway while I waited for my ride. My school had blocked schedules. It was still going to be at least 90 minutes. So I just put on a pad and hoped for the best. Not long after I went to my class, I could already feel the pain getting intense. I tried not to squirm or do anything else distracting while my teacher was giving a lecture. But eventually she noticed and I looked extremely distressed and she asked what was wrong. Since I went to an all-girls school, I felt comfortable saying that my period had just started and I wasn't feeling well. Suddenly, the whole room sprang into action. One girl asked if I needed a pad or tampon. Another girl got permission from the teacher to grab my doll from her locker. At one point, I dashed out of the classroom to the nearest bathroom to puke, and a friend who was in my class followed me to the bathroom to hold my hair out of my face. After all that, I went to the office and called home to have someone come get me because I knew I really could not wait until the end of the school day, which was over, which was almost over. The secretary let me stay in the lounge area outside the office, which was nice because the chairs were pretty comfy and I was already sore at that point. One of the girls from my class asked if I would be okay for her to stay with me as I waited for my ride home because she knew I lived relatively far away and I was going to be there a while. She and I weren't super close. I would have said we were friends, but we didn't hang out all the time. But she was really sweet to stay with me. And we spent 30 to 40 minutes just sitting and talking, which easily was the longest time I'd ever talked with her. That day will always stick out to me. It was really touching how everyone in my class showed up with so much concern and wanted to help, even if they didn't really know me at all. We all need to look out for one another, you know? Oh my gosh, that is so sweet. Yeah, again, like girls supporting girls. Let's all, like if you're listening to this, we got to stop tearing each other down, especially as women. We've already gone through so much as a gender. We just need to spread more love and spread more positivity and really support one another. Oh my gosh, this one's going to make me cry. My grandmother made a ton of birthday cards for me in advance. After she passed away, I still received birthday cards for her for the next few years. It was a little weird, but it was definitely nice to hear words from her after she passed. Oh my gosh, that is so sweet. And then one below it says, my mother did this. She died of cancer when I was a child. It was nice because the cards even matured in a way. With the advice I got at 21, the last card being very different and more age appropriate than the advice I got at age seven. I want to do something like this, but way more elaborate with multiple people receiving regular communications, side quests, packages, attempts on their life, etc. It will be like I never died. That is actually incredible. 
I like I'm trying to think like, you know, thinking about thinking about when I lost my grandma, how amazing it would have been if I had had letters from her to read after she had passed. That is just so incredible. I've also, I've never even heard of that. So that's not only incredible, but also just unique as well. That is that is so incredible. I love that so much. Okay. I think that that is going to be all the stories I read for today. I had the best time doing this. Like my spirits are literally just so lifted right now. I feel so happy. And this has inspired me to want to just go out and do as much for others as possible. Again, it does not need to be big. It does not need to be a lot of money. You don't have to you know, spend hundreds of dollars on elaborate gifts. It can be the little things. Again, sending someone a text like, hey, hope you're doing well, thought of you, holding the door open for someone, writing someone a letter, complimenting someone. There's always something that you could do to make someone else's day. There's this quote, I forget what it is, but it's basically saying like, if you see something in someone that makes you happy, voice it. Um, it's been like that. Like if you see someone who has pretty eyes, tell them, say, hey, your eyes are so pretty. That is going to just completely make their day. I feel like in this day and age, you know, with like social media and then, you know, the whole quarantine COVID thing ever since then, I think we're all in our own bubble and we're always like, oh, I don't know if I want to bother somebody. I don't want to burden them. I don't want to, you know, I want to talk to them. They're probably busy. I feel like that has made us as a society less likely to do nice things for others because we don't want to bother them. But I guarantee that if we do something nice for someone, that's not going to be bothersome. You're not going to be annoying. They're going to really, really appreciate that. And you're really going to make their day. So if you're listening, go do something nice for someone today, something small, something big, whatever you want, whatever you feel comfortable with, especially with Thanksgiving coming up. I think this is so fitting for this time of year, you know, again, the holidays are not about, you know, the who has the most expensive gifts and who has the most elaborate holiday parties, but it's really about how you connect with other people and how you make other people feel and how you're embracing family and love and kindness. And that's the real meaning of the holidays, in my opinion. So I hope that this episode inspired you. If you liked it, please give it a five-star rating. Follow me on all my social medias. They're always linked in the show notes. My email is in the show notes. Again, if you have any funny Thanksgiving stories, please email it to me. I would love to read it on the podcast. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.